Hello and welcome to episode 17 of series two of the Engaging Internal Comms podcast. This is the show for employee engagers and internal communicators who like to keep up to date with all that is new in our profession. My name's Craig Smith from The Big Picture People. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thank you for your your loyalty. Thank you for listening to the show and thank you for the feedback that you've been sending through to us. Uh, We're always looking for new ideas for new interview guests or interview topics. So please let us know if you have any ideas. You can go to our website at www.engagingic.com and leave us some feedback there or some ideas or tips about what you'd like us to cover in future episodes. On that note, in a couple of weeks' time, I have an interview with Paula Leach from Vantage Points. Paula is going to be telling us all about how we can lead employee engagement within our organisation and how we can coach and support our leaders to be more effective in helping us to drive our employee engagement agenda. And then uh, uh, two weeks after that, so in four weeks' time, I have an interview with Farah Ekaroth from EY, who is going to be telling us all about the work that they've been doing around employer branding, which has a very, very a strong connection to uh, employee engagement and to the whole employee experience, including employee communications. And that is also our anniversary episode. Believe it or not, that's a year since we uh, we launched the en- Engaging IC uh, podcast. So um, it's great that uh, you, you that it, uh, uh, we we've we've managed to keep going for a year. And uh, as as you probably know, if you've listened to previous episodes, it started out as a as a uh, lockdown uh, experiment, a lockdown initiative. Initiative, but uh, it's kept. We've we've kept it going, and, and I I really love making these programs and these podcasts. And I hope you enjoy listening to them, and I hope you uh, enjoy the interviewees who we are able to to bring to you. So that's on the twenty second of uh, June that that's going to be going out. That's our, as I say, our anniversary one year uh, special. Um, and one other thing that I just wanted to make you aware of is that we are running another of our free webinars. Uh, these have been pretty popular in the past, and we've talked about them on the on the show. So just to make you aware of them, um, we are running another one on the seventeenth of June, which you can sign up for now via our website. So if you go to thebigpicturepeople.co.uk, and if you have a look on the menu bar, you'll see there's the events uh, tab there. If you click on that, the first event that you'll come to is the seventeenth of June. Um, and this event may seem a bit of a strange one for this audience, but um, we again, it's been popular with in, with with uh, our listeners in the past, and then we've had listeners who've come along to it. Um, and it's basically what we're, we're going to be looking at is how can we transform our communication and training, particularly around health and safety. Um, what we've found from our experience and our research is that a lot of current ways that health and safety issues are communicated and trained in organisations is, is 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 sometimes lacks a little bit of creativity, and it's done in a way that's really around um, you know getting getting people through ticking the boxes sometimes it, it can be an issue and and just just getting people to you know complete the uh, the workshop or the training or, or, or to go through the communication process we've come up with a, a way of, of doing that in a, in a more engaging way which um, uh, but we're going to be talking about the principles behind that and also some of the tools that we've used and and I think you can equally apply uh, them to uh, non not not necessarily to health and safety but to other agendas where there isn't a, a sort of an element of compliance that needs to be fulfilled. So even if you're not looking at health and safety at the moment, but maybe you're looking at something uh, that you're rolling out as an organisational initiative where there's a danger that it might be just seen as a sort of a death by PowerPoint or a or a kind of compliance 
based rollout, then maybe this is something that you might want to come along to. So that's on the 17th of June 2021. It's at 3pm UK time. Uh, It's totally free. And as I said, you can book for that via our website, which is thebigpicturepeople.co.uk. And if you go to our events tab, it's the first event on there. You can get some more information about it or you can book straight away. It's a Zoom Zoom webinar. So that's uh, that's everything that we've got coming up in the next few weeks. I think now is the time to uh, go on to today's interview. Since starting the Engaging Internal Comms podcast last year in 2020, uh, I've been wanting to actually think about or discuss with someone the opportunities that podcasting presents as an internal communications and engagement medium. I think podcasting and podcasts are a fantastic way of getting our messages out to people in a different way using a different channel um then notwithstanding the fact that podcasting also has its own limitations as well so what i really wanted to explore today with someone who is a real expert in in podcasting the medium uh, and also the technicalities of setting up and starting a podcast um was really how do how where do we get started and what what why should we be considering and even thinking about having an internal podcast within our organizations and if we do what materials equipment and planning do we need to put into that but then once that's up and running what are some of the things that we need to do in order to grow the listenership of that podcast and turn it into a channel that is used widely across the organization and that's what I'm going to be exploring with today's interviewee. So my interviewee today is Matthew McLean. Matthew enjoys working in sound design and audio production and also has a background in audio drama. He is also someone who likes to help people master the craft of podcasting, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Matthew actually co-presents Podcraft, which is a podcast that teaches listeners the entire art of podcasting from launching your show to growing a legion of fanatical fans. Matthew describes himself as someone who is always learning and is pals with rabbits. So good afternoon, Matthew. How are you? Hi, Craig. I'm very well. Thanks. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. And I know where you're based, but just for the listener, where whereabouts in the world are you today? Uh, Dundee. So on the east of Scotland. Um, so I uh, never our north of Edinburgh, I guess, is the yeah. the one that I tell American people because, um, yeah, you know, just Scottish geography and all that. Yeah, and about and 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 how far north of London, which is the other question you know, some usually get, isn't it? So yeah, Edinburgh, Edinburgh, or London is are the usual reference points when we're talking to people outside of the out of uh, well, so particularly on the other side of the pond, anyway. So, um, tell us a little bit about what you what you do, Matthew. I mean, I know because I'll explain a little bit in a moment to the listener about how we uh, how how we we've come across each other. But but tell us a little bit about what your work and your experience, particularly kind of in the podcasting space. Sure, yeah. So I work for a company called The Podcast Host and we're basically a, a podcasting hub online that's been around for the past 10 years. Um, I've been with the company for the past five or so years now. So um, Colin Gray, he's the, the founder um, of the, basically started the, the business just as a website, doing a lot mm-hmm. of how-to content about podcasting. And about sort of 2014, 15, I met Colin at an event down in Birmingham. So it turned out that we weren't too far away from each other geographically. Um, and we just got talking in the bar and kept in touch. So as as Colin sort of built the business, that there, there became an opportunity for me to start doing some part-time work. At the time, he was taking on 
clients uh, to do podcast editing work. So I was doing a lot of audio drama podcasting at the time. And, uh, you know, I was into my production and um, it made sense to, to come on board and start doing some of that work. And that led to doing some articles at an early stage. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of picked up. The, the business has done all sorts of different things, tried all sorts of different ventures in that time. I've been a bit of a general, you know, what, what's the term? Jack of all trades, master and none, something like that. That's that's kind of what my role's been. But, um, yeah, done a wee bit of everything. Um and at the moment, you know, the, the, the site does well. I, my job predominantly at the moment is is just um, keeping on top of the content. So doing a bit of writing and, and getting other folks to do some articles as well. Yeah. Uh, and then on the, the sort of other wing of the business is, is Alitu, which is a podcast maker app. I can't claim any credit for that. The folks that work on that are a lot more clever than I am, but it's it's a very <laughs> fancy wee app that uh, cleans up your your recordings, um, produces your podcast for you essentially, uh, and you can upload it through there as well. So that's a that's a really good wee product that we've got. It's doing very well, and like yeah. I say, I, c- I can't take any credit for that myself. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I'm and this 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 very podcast is 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 edited on that. So yeah, it, it is. It's a great tool, particularly if you if you're not a, a, a technical expert when it comes to audio. But uh, oh, that's brilliant, Matthew. So I mean, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Podcraft and and uh, I, we wouldn't, well, we we could be having this conversation, but nobody would hear it because I wouldn't have a podcast. So you know, it's been really instrumental in helping me get set up, and it's been a brilliant resource. So um, and that's kind of how I, you know. I found you and I, I, you know, I'll openly admit I've been kind of stalking you for the last year and a or sort of year or so trying to get you to come on because this is a topic I've wanted to talk about, about for a while. And, and I know while, um, I know kind of the podcast podcast host and, and podcraft, the podcast, your podcast is kind of mainly geared towards kind of independent podcasters. I'm really interested in audio as a medium for, um, for corporate, for, for corporate communicators, which is the kind of people who listen to this show. It's, it's the corporate communicators, people who want to engage people who work in big organizations and just want to get messages to them. And also, you know, want to, want to kind of give them a flavor for what, what the, what the organization is doing and the role that they play in there. So I think, it's a tremendous medium but i guess before we kind of make that assumption that everybody else agrees with us i mean why why from your perspective you know you've been involved in audio for a long time now um why why you know what are some of the pros of of of, of audio as a medium when it comes to communication and uh, you know compared with written media with video all of the different options that we have when it when it comes to communication i think one of the key areas uh, is attention and mm. engagement because people are people are so fatigued with the bombardment information that they experience on a on a daily basis, be that from their employers or be that just from their their maybe bad habits on their phones all day, you know, looking at social media, looking at news, looking at all the mm. different news feeds. So to ask somebody to engage with something by sitting down and looking at it is, is tricky because there's a lot of things competing for their attention there. If you're um, maybe wanting to communicate with a group of people, if that's maybe your staff or your students or whatever, your organisation, and you're sending out lengthy emails to them, it's going to be quite hard to get them to, to read them, certainly to read the whole thing and digest it um, because people's attentions are, are so split, they're so dis- divided. Um, when you look at the sort of visual aspect of that. Whereas mm. podcast, on the other hand, 
you can take it away and, and you can listen to it when you're doing other things. So it's 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 quite productive and it's quite effective that way. Mm. Um, you can go, you can be doing dishes, you can be doing the garden, you can be walking the dog, and you can be consuming content in a lot more engaging way than maybe just like firing up an email and reading that. So yeah. I think that's why it's so effective because you're not you're not asking somebody to just sit and read through some. You know, if I always say to somebody, if if you want to do a podcast for like employees or that, don't just say to them like listen to this in in your spare time. What I would say to people is uh, take half an hour, forty five minutes out of your day, go and have a walk, or or get on with something in the house that you need to do. You know, um, mm. deal with your washing or whatever. You know, cook the tea, um, and listen to this, and and that means you're on the clock. You're being paid. Uh, but you can also take advantage of that and get some exercise or get on with some household mm. chores and just mm. let the podcast run away in the background and soak in the information that way. So I, I think I think that's really good. I think it's really yeah. positive. I think it's a win-win for everyone, basically. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think for me that's a huge a huge benefit because you can multitask while you while you're doing it which you can't do you know you can't you can't uh, go for a run well you could go for a run and watch a youtube video you'd probably have a bad accident but um but i i mean that's where i consume my podcast when i'm when i'm out walking or running and for me it's a, it's a kind of the duality of exercise my body and my brain at the same time it's you know it's really efficient so i think that that side of it is really, really, really good. And I think there's also for me, and, and I'm sure you agree with this, and I think you've heard you talk about it before on the show, on your show, which is around the, you know, the kind of intimacy of podcasting. I think there's this, you know, very rarely would you be able to command, you know, I don't know, 15 hot minutes, 30 minutes, even 45 minutes up to an hour of someone's attention uh, and have that intimacy actually literally being in their head for that long. You know, we, what does it take five minutes to read a, an average blog and, you know, videos are normally sort of anything beyond sort of three or four minutes people get bored with and dis- distracted. But because you've got that element of being able to do other things while you're listening to it you you can you can almost ask for a little bit more time with people i guess that's that's your experience as well yeah yeah that's why it's it's longer form content because mm. you've you've i mean i know people people maybe take the mickey with this a bit and, and go on a bit you know you, you do get some very very long podcast episodes where you question if it really needed to be that long but mm. um in general you've got a lot more time with the listener than you would if you're doing a youtube video you know so I, I i'm one of these people that if i need to learn how to do anything i go on youtube and i'm always amazed that you know you get these really helpful videos and the top comments always like video starts in six seconds because yeah. the, the presenter of the videos had the sheer audacity to maybe you know tell you the, the url of his website or something like that you know <laughs> um and people have yeah. taken umbrage at that because how dare he it takes so long to get to the content so yeah uh, yeah 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 you've got you've got a bit more time i think podcast listeners are a bit more forgiving Mm. but again don't don't obviously push your luck with that because no um, no no i I think the longest i've i've not actually listened to it in one go but i've got one on my my phone at the minute which is a three hour one and you kind of think that's really ambitious to think so and and i've heard of you know quite well respected well-known podcasters who who have shows of that sort of joy and there's no way you're going to listen to it in one unless you you are doing something for i guess if you're driving or you know got a long drive you might listen to the whole show but yeah i think it's uh it's a big ask um 
I mean, in terms of, I guess that that's the you know that's the upside. Is there anything that I'm if I'm thinking okay, I like you know I, I, that's uh, that sounds interesting. Or what are there are there any things that I might need to think about in terms of my audience and you know it might not be the right me- medium for my my organisation. I think I, I overheard you guys talking on one of your shows, I believe it was anyway, where you were talking about you know if I was to start a, a podcast for. Um, plumbers you know stereotypically plumbers might not be someone who who might typically indulge themselves in podcasts and i guess there's a kind of a demographic thing but also an education thing around you know helping people to understand how to use or how to listen to a podcast even i mean what what what's your experiences and thoughts around that about making sure it is the right medium for for your people well i suppose again i've kind of touched on this already i think if you if you don't um put barriers in people's way. So initially I was saying about um, make sure that you're giving people the opportunity to, to listen to your podcast in their work time rather than asking them just to listen to it in their downtime. Mm. Uh, because then you're not going to get, you know, even if people are quite interested and quite bought into that sort of thing, you still, it, it's quite out of order if you say to them, you know, spend your evenings listening to me <laughs> talk to you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as your boss yeah. or whatever. So you'll get a lot more buy-in if you, if you present it as a basically a win-win, like I was saying, go and, mm. go and take a walk, go and mm. get your shot and do something useful, but listen to this podcast at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then again, you know, all companies are different, all industries are different. You might experience pushback depending on what line of work you're in, and mm. uh, people have got an incredible habit sometimes when you're when you're saying to them, "This is a really good idea. Here's what we want to do." You'll always get somebody who manages to find reasons why that's not going to work for them you know it might be mm. well i don't i don't have a an iphone or um i've I, you know i've got bad hearing i'm not going to sit with headphones in so you maybe get that one negative mm. person we've all, mm. we've all met folk like that yeah and um, yeah. me yeah. to be honest i'm like that <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah i i think you maybe just have to accept in those early days. Maybe we won't get a hundred percent uptake yeah. on this, but we could mm. aim for um, eighty or ninety, maybe, and that would mm. be that would be good enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess I, I guess one of the other challenges at the moment is that, that a lot of the times where people would probably t- t- typically listen to podcasts, you know, commuting and uh, and and uh, well, commuting, I guess, is the main one, or going to the gym and that sort of things. So, you know, currently at, the, at this state of where we are in twenty twenty one, on you know, even people aren't doing that. So that's another kind of I guess we, again we've just got to be mindful of when people um do consume i mean i think i still think you know as i said i've still found ways to listen to podcasts even though i don't drive anywhere anymore um uh, um so i want to go move on i want to move on really kind of some more practical questions and i guess the questions that you guys typically get asked which is what sort of microphone do i need and uh but but yeah and, and i guess from a corporate perspective that's slightly different because you know when it's your own money you kind of you, well and not that you, you if you're in a corporate that you're not going to be kind of uh, throwing money left right and center but but maybe you know when it's your own money and you're setting up your own podcast you know you want to be kind of as cost effective as possible but also you, you might also overindulge because of the ego thing and want to have all the best gear um but i guess gear is only part of it and and, and, I, and I, this might i know this is probably probably far too much that we can cover in in a short interview like this and we might need to put some links to some of your resources on on your uh, website but you know if i'm thinking of starting a podcast where, where do i where do i even start what do i need to be thinking about first if i'm if i'm going to kick, kick a podcast off yeah before before gear before software tools anything like that 
you'd want to have a wee think to yourself of oh, why is this why is this going to be something that's interesting and useful to to the people that I want to reach, and that it doesn't matter if it's a private podcast for a handful of people or a podcast that you know you might think there are potentially hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of listeners. Uh, good luck getting that, but you know. <laughs> um, the same rules apply, you know, why is this interesting and useful to these people that I want to reach? Why do I want to reach them? What do I want them to do with the information? Uh, so you you answer these questions early doors. You mm. kind of build a foundation around your show. Once you've got answers to those questions, the rest is just semantics, you know. What do I talk into? How do I plug it in? Uh, where do I upload it? They're, they're, they're simple things, you know. Mm. The, the difficult thing is, Am I creating this thing of value? Does it matter? Are people going to find it useful and enjoy it? And and am I going to be able to turn up consistently and, and keep the thing going as well? That's a that's mm. another question. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I know one of the things I I struggled with early on, which is which is exactly that point you talked about there, Matthew. Which is you know I had I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I knew I knew I wanted I had something to say, but actually structuring it around you know giving it some structure and thinking about okay i can probably get away with episode one and two but what am i going to talk about in episode three and is there a connection between them or are they individual discrete episodes um and where am i taking you know the people who are listening to going to be listening to it and and ultimately what do i want them to do as a result of it and i mean i guess people you know listening to this who are internal communicators will be used to that kind of you know design you know one of the things that internal communicators always talk about is what do i want people to think feel and do differently after they've interacted with whatever it is whether it's you know whatever kind of campaign that i'm running and i guess it's no different with podcasting but you've got to probably factor in some of those subtleties that we talked about earlier which is you you know uh, and then this kind of links to something else i was going to say which is it's often difficult to get people to follow through on an action when they're listening to a podcast because they might be out walking the dog or you know kind of on the way to the shops or whatever um whereas you know you know because you've got to try and rely on them remembering to do it when they get back so i guess it's it's being mindful of the limitations of what you're going to get people to be able to do but also you know playing to its strengths which is that kind of intimacy as well yeah that's right yeah i mean you've made a good point there it's it's tricky to you know if you want if you've got a, an episode and you've got a list of things that you want people to do after it, you maybe have to rethink that a wee bit and, and, and cut it down into maybe bite-sized episodes um, mm. because mm. people will be out there and, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll think, oh, I need to remember that, I need to remember this. But, yeah, it's not, not a very in-your-face medium. That is, It's an upside as well as a downside. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Nah, you need to have a, a good think about that when you're when you're putting your episodes together. Yeah. And and you know you, as you said the gear, the gear and the the, the 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 microphones and the setup and all of that sort of stuff that that that's as you say that's that's more of the kind of transactional element of it which is you know we will we'll I'll ask you after we've finished recording to maybe give me a few I mean I can probably find them myself but you might have a few sort of you bet we save me a bit of time by pointing to me a few maybe direct uh, pages or resources that we can send people to and uh, get their hands on for that that side of things and i guess um and this kind of links into my next question which is i know again from listening to you and and the things that you talk about on your podcast which is one of the key things with with making a podcast turning a podcast into something that you you know is is sustainable which is i guess it's sort of an oxymoron because that's exactly what i'm going to talk about which is being sustainable which is which is actually how do we um 
how do we make sure that it it, it, it turns up on a regular basis? Because I think whether it's external, internal, whatever, it needs to be consistent and and needs to be you know do what it's promise prom- deliver what its promises, which is to be there delivering content on a regular basis, so it's reliable and I I know I can you re- rely on it for where I get my stuff. Um, it, you know, and I know that's a challenge with with external podcasters, but again, just just from your perspective, in terms of consistency and repeatability and that sort of thing, what what are, what are some of your tips there, maybe for people who are thinking of starting a podcast internally within their organisation? Yeah, when you talk about the sustainability aspect, it can't be starting a podcast can't or shouldn't at least be something that you think you know we'll we'll just get to this when we get to. It. Um, you know, so we we do our job throughout the week, and if we get a bit of time here or there that we'll work on the podcast, that might get you, that might get you, you know, twenty to fifty episodes. But mm. it's 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 dubious whether that will keep you going in the long run. And you need to you need to do it in the long run to get the real benefits from it. You know, um, mm. your first twenty to fifty episodes, you're you're only getting started, really. Mm. Um, people maybe don't like to hear that, but it's true. Um, so you need to to be serious about doing, you know, maybe a bit of time blocking where you set aside a bit more time than you think you'll need. So if you think you're going to need an hour, maybe give yourself an hour and a half or two hours. And this is time that's blocked out for nothing else but working on the podcast. So you're you're having to think about what your content is, what your next few episodes are, and then what are what are the jobs that we need to do to work towards getting those episodes, you know, do we need to arrange with people to record? Um, do I need to investigate certain things about how I'm going to edit the podcast? Do I need to speak to a freelancer who's going to do some work on the editing for me? So you're you're just setting that time aside to work on the show and that's when you do it. it doesn't need to be the same time every week you know that's another I think that's a unnecessary barrier that a lot of people put in their, their way but you, you do want maybe that same block of time every week that you yeah. can pencil in when you're doing your weekly plan at the start of the week and that's 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 going to give you a seriously good crack at, at doing something that, that actually keeps going yeah yeah, and again, you've touched upon an important point there. I think, which is, you, you know, you may you may decide to outsource uh, the production of it. You, you know, in which case, then your your role then is is to create the content. And I guess, having never worked with a with a po- with a podcast production company, um, I guess you know it's not just a matter of just barreling off a few MP3s and just saying there you go, put that into a show for me. There still needs to be some some thought that goes into that and some structure into that, so it, they can edit into something coherent. Yeah. Yeah, there's. Um, I mean, Fiverr are a company that um, I've probably slagged off a fair bit in the past, but we actually <laughs> we're doing doing a lot of work back and forward with them now. And uh, mm. you know, there's actually there's, there's a lot. Of, I never slagged them off because of the quality of people on there. I was just a bit <laughs> yeah. suspicious of that whole gig economy thing. I mean, yeah, still the kind of commoditization of, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's there's um, there's very good podcast editors on there at very reasonable prices. Mm. We've worked with a few of them. Um, you're you're talking as low as um, sort of thirty forty quid per episode for a for a really good producer. Um, mm. And obviously, podcast production. Yeah, there's there's different things. Are are we talking cleaning it up a bit and making it loud enough? Or are we talking chopping out mistakes or mm. rearranging stuff? So yeah, that's all down to yourself and the the, the freelancer or the service you're using. You need to need to mm. speak to your producer and find out what the arrangement is. But yeah, yeah. That, that's all. If you're going to go down that route, 
there's a bit of setup time involved. There's obviously a wee bit of monetary costs involved as well. Mm. But you, you probably don't want to be doing stuff like that, especially if you're running a company. You're, you're, that's not the best use of your time. So mm, um, yeah. possibly look at look at other ways to, to, to sort of sort that out. Yeah. And I guess then there's always the, you know, there's that way, which is working directly with freelancers or there's the kind of boutique uh, businesses that will, you know, do it all for you. They'll probably even, well, in they may in the future allow you to go in and use their studios and, you know, record in there. I guess that those uh, options are sort of higher end, you know, uh, where really all you're doing is just speaking and they're, they're taking it all away and, and putting it together for you. Or obviously, you've got to do the planning ahead of that. But uh, yeah, there are more more kind of uh, uh, those sorts of options exist. As well. I know that, not that I've, I've used them, but... Um, yeah, I definitely you, you you know you will you will find services like that depending on where you are mm. in the world. If you're in a mm. if you're in a, a a city, certainly you'll you'll probably find something like that. But in all honesty, you don't need to spend a lot of money to get a good sounding microphone and and just do some basic things around your recording area to yeah. to make it sound pretty good. You know, you you're not even talking hundreds of pounds. You're talking maybe a hundred pounds. Um, so yeah very very low barrier to entry very low barrier yeah and in terms i mean i guess this is a difficult one for you to answer matthew but i'll ask ask anyway i mean i guess the other thought around is uh is is who who presents the show you know it would be wouldn't it be great if we could get the chief exec to maybe do a kind of five minute slot or even be the host or co-host perhaps or some some of the other senior people within the business but i guess that sort of tone of voice although i'm kind of thinking uh I mean, I'm picking up a lot more, a lot more people are more comfortable broadcasting, given the fact that that's what they've been doing for the last year, most of them anyway. And, and you know, there's a kind of authenticity that I'm picking up from, from people who would normally have been quite inaccessible or, 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 or you know, being seen to be sort of a bit on a pedestal. So I don't know whether that, you know, I, I, in, in terms of your experience, I don't know if you've had any experience of, that, of who, who should we be looking at to, to host our sh- internal company podcast should we be looking at the you know the kind of natural presenter or should we be trying to get some of the more kind of senior people if but but then do we run the risk of it being a bit kind of stuffy and corporate i don't know it's it's a sort of bit of a bit of a strange question sorry a bit of a rhetorical question but i don't know you've got any thoughts on that yeah there's there's as you're alluding to there there's no right answer here um Mm -hmm. whether a whether a person's going to be born i don't think is entirely relevant to what job they do in the company so you Mm -hmm. might get somebody that does a pretty interesting job and they might still not do a very good job of presenting the show um you know somebody that's in charge they might be great they might be terrible um i would say you probably want to get the boss or bosses involved at least so um Mm -hmm. have have the odd episode where you maybe get them on and chat to them about something. I think that that would be a positive thing for people mm. Um, mm. because it, you know, if they were never involved, it might suggest to the employees like, oh, well, they're, they're above this mm. um, and mm. therefore it's worth less and I might not bother listening to it. I think you might, you might start to get that attitude towards it. So yeah, yeah I, there's, every company is going to be different. You're all going to have different staff um, and, and some people in the staff are going to be absolute naturals. A lot of people are going to think that they're naturals and they're yeah. probably not. So mm. yeah, mm. I, no, I, it, it's not, it's not, it's not easy. Um, not one size fits Unfortunately, all, not any mm. advice I could really give on that front. No, no, that's fine. And I guess again, you know, the, the, the I guess we'll lean towards the end of the, the, the conversation is the, the idea that, um, 
you know, ultimately we want to launch it. If, we, if we're going to do this, we want to launch it. But then we want more and more people within the organization. You said earlier, I think it's a, you know, and I know this from my own experience, it's a, it's a slow burn. You know, it's not, it's not a, you're not an overnight success with a podcast. It, 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 you know, in that medium, you've got to kind of be patient and grow your organically, you know, as a lot of organic growth goes on. I guess looking at from an internal perspective, what, what are some of the, um, you know, what are some of the metrics that the organization might be wanting to use, or, but also in terms of growing that listenership, uh, what, what are some of the tips that you might have that, that could help organizations with that? Yeah. I mean, obviously the, your, your simple numbers are always a, a reasonable gauge. You know, you're looking at how many people have access to this podcast versus how many people are listening to it. And then you might also look at what are, because each episode's going to have a particular purpose. Um, and at the end of it, there might be something that you want them to do, whether it's, you know, sign up to this training event or uh, we need some volunteers to organise this or that. It could be anything, you know, again, very um, dependent on y- your organisation. But starting to look at, okay, what percentage of people are actually coming forward and responding to these things mm. and if it's low again it, it, it's impossible to give a good good or bad number really um but if, you, if you're thinking to yourself this is very low you need to probably sit down with the folks that are running the podcast with you and say okay why is that you know mm. is there something we need to do differently here um you might start to approach people who do listen to the show and just ask them for their feedback, you know, mm, um, mm. brutally honest feedback, you know, what do you like about the show? What are you, what are you maybe not so keen on and, and what, um, what would you like to hear in the future? You know, how could we make this better for you, more effective for you? So it's always going to be a work in progress. It's the same way any podcast, private or otherwise, the, the show that you launch on episode one, you'll have a very good idea in your head of what you want it to do and what you want it to be. But it's always, it's going to change. It's going to adapt over mm. time, maybe not drastically, but subtly. Um, it's, it's natural, you know, in, in life things change and things yeah. adapt a wee bit. So I think mm. you, you, you just, you have to set your ego aside a wee bit and say, okay, th- things might have to change a wee bit. We might have to adapt and grow a wee bit. And that that's absolutely fine. You know, mm. we're not, mm. it's not a, it's not, it's not like, um, Apple launching a new phone or mm. or Microsoft <laughs> launching a new games console where the thing they put out, you know, here it is, that's it. You know, it's got to be perfect. The marketing's got to be right. It's got to sell well from day one. A podcast isn't like that. Um, and it, mm. it, it, there's very little about a podcast that you can't change over time and tweak. Mm, yeah no a good point and and i think that's that's it's a good lesson in, in not just in podcasting but generally for organizations is you know being prepared to to learn by you know trial and error sometimes and not have it perfect from the start um you just have, you just you just made me think about something there matthew in terms of platforms but so i mean obviously i'm aware as an external podcaster you know you, the, the kind of whole, whole objective is you want as many people to have access to it as possible but i guess with an internal podcast that's you you want as many people internally but there might be stuff in there you don't want the, so do, 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 do you use do you use the same platform would you you know do you have a kind of a media host that you would use for an internal podcast and you restrict it because it, i'm just wondering i don't know i'm just it just came to me there i never really thought about that yeah there's a there's an increasing number of good media hosts that offer a, a private podcasting feature right. these days so i believe mm. you host with castos is that right that's correct yeah yeah they do that's that's fair enough they yeah, they do actually they've been trying to sell that to me as an option so yeah 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 so it looks like um their 19 dollar tier looks like you'll get up 
a private podcast feed on that. Um, they put a limit on private subscribers, uh, which starts at 100. So, you know, um, not many companies are going to have more more folks than that. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe a lot of companies oh, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so Captivate as well. Captivate are a really good media host there. Uh, the same price, $19 a month. They're um, 150 right. folk that starts with. Yeah. So, um, okay. yeah, you're not talking big money, you know, 15 no, no, no. a month. And I, and I guess if you're running a po- corporate podcast, you'd be reaching out to these guys to say, look, I've got a, you know, it's an internal corporate podcast. It's, it, it will be a 100% private podcast. We only, we don't want anybody else outside of our, our organization being able to listen to it. So you probably, they probably are kind of, uh, I guess, well, corporate, um, uh, you know, options for that sort of thing. Um, just, just finally, yeah, then- yeah, sorry, go on, Matthew. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, they're, they're pretty well locked down, these things. You know, um, we, we run one ourselves. Um, I started one at the podcast host. I, to be honest, I don't put as much work into it as I probably should. Um, <laughs> don't lead by example very well, but we're using a host <laughs> called Transistor. And right. it's um, basically we we give everyone a link and they click onto that link and it'll, it'll get them to sign up. So they'll enter an email address. So then I could see in the back end all the people who've registered. And what I, if I want to, what I can do is um, I'll only allow people with an at the podcast host email address to access it. So that straight away secures it a fair bit if you've got it. your mm. own. Um, and then, yeah, you could um, you could change your link every month as well, or you, I think you could change it as much as you like, to be honest. So mm. you've mm. got a link that people could get it, but... If you reckon, you know, it's for some weird reason other people are listening to it, um, you could just change that link and, and people wouldn't be able to find it anymore, even if it's out in the wild. So um, they, they, do a, they do a good job of locking these things down, yeah. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Um, just finally, I mean, I know you've you've just launched the book, the pod, pod, podcast growth book, um, which is available on Amazon, and you you uh, I am I'm reading through it at the moment, and it's got some great tips there and ideas for growing a, a, an external or an independent podcast. I guess some of those sort of techniques and tools in there might apply to a, an internal corporate podcast as well. Uh, uh, would you would would you agree? Yeah, again, I, I think a lot of the same the same rules and techniques apply. So ba- even basic things, you know, um, compelling episode titles mm. are um, something that a lot of people overlook. And you're going to need that in an internal podcast, just as you are in a in a wide open public podcast. You know, you want mm. you can't just be coming out and saying episode two um, mm. Mm. interview mm. with CEO. You know, who 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 cares about that or who? Who, who sees that and thinks, oh, I really can't wait to dive into this. But mm, if you're letting mm. them know, you know, here's yeah. um, we're pulling the curtain back on this thing, and and yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to can't wait to hear this. So, um, episode yeah, two, what, like why we don't, yeah, episode two, why we don't pay you anything, or why we don't, why we're, why we're going to stop <laughs> paying you? You know, that would definitely get a lot of downloads, wouldn't it? I think in terms why of, we uh, didn't top up your furlough wages. <laughs> oh dear yeah we better stop there uh, um any any um i mean we can put these in the show notes uh matthew any any i'm just thinking any particular episodes of podcraft because it's such a it's how, how long's the pod, how long's podcraft been going now it must be getting on for eight or nine years or longer than that yeah i think um colin put the put the early episodes out in 2013 which was before yeah. my time but uh yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's, well, it's the, boy. Yeah. the good thing about <laughs> um, podcraft is we try and Sorry, I thought you said something there, Craig. No, no, no. Sorry, Matthew. No, no, no yeah. Aye, so uh, 
what was going to say was the good thing is it's um, it's seasonal, so it's kind of organised into seasons, you know, rather than this week we're talking about best microphones, next week we're talking about how to interview. Um, it's not really like that. It's more, um, you know, season season one gives you, well, we call it season one. We re-recorded it as season 10, but th- those are the very basic things that you need to consider when you're starting up. Um, and then we go through, you know, we've got a full season on monetization. We've got a full season on equipment. We've got a full season on um, even things like creating highly produced podcasts. So the, the latest season that we're doing now is all about growth because it's it's kind of promoting the, the podcast growth book that you talked about there. But we're basically each episode, we're taking a, a really useful task and just talking through it. So it's not like we're just um, doing an yeah. episode saying buy the book because uh, yeah. that, that'd be a short and boring episode but <laughs> no and it is it is i mean it is a great uh, as well like the, the way you've structured the the your podcast and and also your website is great in, in terms of just you know you, you can just find what it is you need at that moment like you say you don't have to kind of wade through loads of stuff it kind of says what it does on the tin which i find really really kind of uh makes it really useful and and you know so some of the bits are like you said monetization may or may not be relevant for an internal podcast but you know certainly you know gear and all of the other things or you know really that you, you can really be basically take your pick so really 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 great resource and we'll put some links um to that so just just finally then just wrapping up matthew any any final sort of tips or thoughts from you uh, you know, to the listener in terms of, um, you know, thinking about getting a podcast off the ground, you think it's a good idea, need to try to sell it into the business, you know, um, any, any final sort of tips from you in terms of getting started with that? Yeah, just, um, don't, don't put, um, big barriers in your way and don't get stuck trying to create the perfect podcast from episode one. Um, just accept that you're, you're probably better just to, to start working on it and launch it you know obviously have the have the basic questions answered that i talked about at the start of the episode why we're doing it why it's going to be useful and interesting to people you want to get that nailed down as best you can but after that yeah you know maybe you don't have the best microphone in the world maybe you haven't quite figured out the right recording software yet maybe you still need to do a bit of work to the the room or office that you're going to record in but don't let that hold you up um Mm. You know, you're better to dive in, and and you will make a few mistakes, and that's fine. Um, you know, if if you're if you're a very very big company, and you do want to come out the gate, um, flying and with a with a you know really professional sounding thing, then maybe just look to to hire a company to work mm. with you instead. You know, mm. you spend a lot of money, but you know some companies that are very big that, that they'll be happy to do that. You know, rather mm. than rather than have something that sounds a bit like it's been learned on the job so mm, totally mm. up to the, the the company yeah 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 i remember you 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 know your words and and collins and ringing in my ears which you know kind of paraphrasing the worst podcast is the one that never even got started and i think you're absolutely right it, you, you look i've learned so much from just just getting on with it and and you know and uh nowhere near perfect you know far from it but uh but yeah better better than not better than kind of kicking myself and thinking oh why didn't i start that podcast when i said i said i was going to do it so yeah yeah look that's been absolutely fantastic, Matthew. Thank you for that. Um, I, I, and uh, I will put some links in, and we'll just talk about those maybe just as we wrap up. But, but finally, before before we kind of uh, you know get on to the kind of final final bit, I, I, I did forewarn you. I do ask all of my interviewees some a question about their um, 
about them that that you know some share something with us or, that even maybe even Colin doesn't know. I don't know, uh, but but anyone within you know who your kind of close circle of friends or colleagues that might go, oh, I never even knew that. And we've already disclosed the rabbit thing, so I've I've kind of taken one of those things away from you. But uh, what what is it you'd like to share with a listener in terms of your kind of surprising secret, Matthew? First, I guess, just to clarify the rabbit thing, it's nothing weird. It's just that I have um, a couple of pet rabbits. <laughs> and there's uh, nothing nothing weird or seedy going on there. Um, I don't okay, eat rabbits or anything like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, at, at the moment, I guess, um, it, you know, with me, um, quite exciting for us at the moment, me and my wife, because uh, she, she's expecting her daughter, we're going to have a wee girl in uh, the summer. Um, oh, so we're, we're really, really happy about that at the moment. You know, that's that's pretty exciting for us, especially in the current climate where there's not a lot else going on. Certainly not a lot of positive stuff going on. No. Um, but I, I don't know how interesting that is to your listeners, uh, to be honest. No, so I'll give you a wee, um, a wee something else, I suppose. In the first lockdown that we had, I was I was always out in the, the garden with the, the football. And I, I reckon I got I got well over um, 200 keepy-uppies one day. So I, I'm quite yeah. good with the old keepy-uppies. Um, ah. So that's um, a that's talent your, that I never monetized. But, Once you put me on a pitch, I'm useless. But if you yeah, if you yeah. just leave me with the ball, I'm, I could play about with it a wee bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 sort of I can't I'm I can do about three keepy uppies and I'm useless on a pitch as well. So it's kind of the worst of both <laughs> worlds for me. There, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, look, fantastic, Matthew. Um, I did mention, so I, I'm going to, uh, without, uh, well, just off my own back, I'm going to put a link to the podcast host, which is the website where people can find everything from kind of starting, building, whatever their podcast. So again, I think all of that stuff in there is absolutely relevant externally uh, or in, internally as well as externally, so independent or, or corporate. Um, I'm going to put the link to the podcast podcast because again i think you know practice what you preach if you're going to get into podcasting listen to other people's podcasts and a great one to start with is podcraft and i'm also going to put a link to the book because i think again it's a great resource and i think you know i know it's called podcast growth which kind of implies what you know well it's only if i've already got a podcast but i think you can learn a lot if you start with the end in mind i think that's not a bad place to start anything else you you'd like to signpost uh people too um or or to you personally as how people can maybe contact you and and, and uh, if they want to ask you any questions or or get in touch with you directly yeah i don't i don't really do any social media anything like that i noticed um, that yeah, yeah i was I'm trying to find you on linkedin and i just thought where he's not yeah. even on here yeah i know i don't i, I, don't, I just don't care for it <laughs> the minute i'm the minute i'm finished uh my work that i put the computer away and i like to like to go and do analog things um yeah but, uh, yeah i would i would just say um you know for everything the podcasthost.com you'll find it all there there's a good wee um search feature in it so basically if you've got any question about anything to do with podcasts and the chances are if you type it in or type a few keywords in there it will bring mm. up the article on it um yeah and uh yeah a good chance i've written it too but we've got a lot of um writers who are better than me i'm just maybe the most uh prolific <laughs> not necessarily yeah. the best but uh, yeah you'll find a lot of good helpful content there the podcast yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I'd second that. Well, look, Matthew, thank you very much. Take care. Stay safe. All the best with your, your did you say it was, a, you, you know, the, is, is it a g- little girl you say you're having? You know, yeah, we girl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so um, oh, hopefully fantastic. she gives me no trouble in my old age, but I dare say it won't be as plain sailing as that. Oh, so. Well, that's a, a whole separate story. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I do. I wish you and, 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 and your partner all the best and, uh, and yeah, and stay safe. Look after yourself, uh, Matthew. And uh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll be listening to you as usual and uh, maybe at some point we'll we'll be able to catch up as uh, ourselves and have a have a chat and maybe even a coffee at some point who knows yeah we'll get a ball out do some keepy uppy <laughs> well, it'll be short short session that uh, take care <laughs> mate all the best thank you craig bye-bye so thank you for listening to engaging internal comms hope you found this episode useful and um, we'd love to get your feedback and thoughts about the show so and, and also any questions or ideas that you've got for things you'd like us to cover in future episodes so you can email us at info at or you can get in touch with us via the contact form on our website which is engagingic.com also you'll be able to sign up for our mailing list there and we'll send you relevant news about the show new episodes and also anything that we think you might be interested when it comes to internal communications or employee engagement if you like the show and you haven't already done so please subscribe to it via your podcast service and also you can subscribe to it via the links on our podcast page which again is engagingic.com Um, if you know anyone else who might be interested in the show please distribute it to them please let them know about it we want to try and grow a community of people here who are contributing to the show giving us new ideas for episodes and things that you'd like to cover in future so thank you very much Thank you.